At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Cranberry Radio presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding the finances, set up the staffing, our CEO coaches will break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup management and development, the founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group and author of Global Search Engine Marketing. I'm here with Jillian Music, my partner at Outlines and co-founder of both Moz and Bread Approved. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hi, Jillian. Hey there, Ann. What are we going to talk about today? Well a term sheet. I think that's the nitty gritty of funding your company. You know, we've been talking about um, funding your startup, you know, for a couple episodes now, but when you get to the part about a term sheet, um, I don't know. I go all week in the knees. It's like, what do, how, how do you, well, how do you read them? I've always found them intimidating. I mean, isn't it basically mm-hmm. about what you're promising your investors or to put it another way, what part of your company you're committing to give away? Okay. Now, wait, wait, wait. We start with congratulations. You got yourself a term sheet. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> right. Listen, right. It, it should be a good thing. Right. And you should feel very excited. And having a term sheet in your hands is wonderful. And yes, now you do have to dig in and start reading that thing. Um, first, you also send it to your attorney. Okay, so I'm going to start this whole show with, we're talking about term sheets. We're talking about our experience with term sheets. We're talking about other people's experience with term sheets. We are not discussing legal stuff here. Okay, neither Anne nor I are lawyers. If you're listening in again, we are not attorneys in any country, right? You've got to send this to your lawyer. All right. Now, with that said, here are some of the things that you should be looking for. Um, There is an Aussie group called Aussie VC Capital Pitch. Okay. They are, um, again, an Australian 
venture capitalist. They did Capital Pitch. They wrote an amazing article. Um, it is, gosh, 40 pages called Understanding Term Sheets. It's an introductory guide for entrepreneurs and investors. Fabulous document. And we're really going to run through their document today pretty much exclusively. Now, while they are in Australia and their legal terminology may be a little bit different than here in the United States or over in the UK or in Germany or anywhere else in the world, it really is about how to look at the term sheet, what you should be looking for, and determine whether these are things you're ready to, as Anne says, give away. All right? This yeah, is what it's so all what, about. What, what they really hit it on the head for me when they said, and I'm going to quote from this document that we found, the PDF, mm -hmm. um, which we will post on our Facebook page and also on our resources section on our own site, outlinesventure.com. Um, they really hit it on the head for me when they said, Nowadays, term sheets may seem like a storm of legal jargon and a minefield of provisions. So how do we get our heads around that? <laughs> yes, it can be. Um, that's because really that every uh, arrangement, if you will, is custom or bespoke. Um, every deal is an individual deal. There's a lot of boilerplate stuff in it as with any legal document, but there are things that you should be looking at as you move along the way. And I think getting a handle around that's going to make us a whole lot more comfortable. So this is term sheet 101, right? Okay. All right. All right. What's our first question then? What should we cover first? Well, what is a term sheet and what is it for? We kind of danced around that in the opening, but seriously, what's a term mm -hmm. sheet? Right. So a term sheet is a document that is given to you by a venture capital company that is interested in funding your company. It truly is that simple. Really? Yes. That's what you get when somebody says, yes, we are now ready to look at your company with the idea to funding. It means that they've done a reasonable amount of due diligence. They have uh, determined that you are something they would like to invest in. And um, they have now listed the, the elements that they would like to get from your company in exchange for you receiving their capital. All right. So they're oh. going to put down some capital, but they may be putting down some other things like a board member. You could think of that as giving away a board seat, or you could think of it as I'm getting from this group a board member who has certain values, right, and uh, capital. Could be an asset. Well, that was certainly our experience at helium.com when uh, R. Donnelly came along in the Series B. They they put two of their executive staff on our board. And then, as anybody who's listened to us talk, no, eventually they did uh, buy Helium for a, a very nice multiple. But we had two years of the increased um, and diversity of the expertise of having them on on our board, which certainly was useful. So, okay, I feel better about that. Right. Um, so again, kind of quoting from this document here, it says, in most cases today, early stage investors and VCs won't uh, often won't procure more than 10 to 50% of a company. What is becoming more common and confusing are situations where multiple investors with competing motivations all vie for a seat at the same table. 
Okay, right. so that means you might get multiple offers, and now you have to figure out how to compare them. So we should kind of dig into some of the nitty gritty and say what are the components of a uh, term sheet, so that you can decide. All right, what are the important things to compare? You know, it's like comparing dishwashers. You know, how's yeah. the spin cycle? How's the you know? <laughs> okay, so, so let's take there, a look at the spin cycle on a term yeah, sheet. There, there were two um, conditions that they outlined, and I wondered if we could talk a little bit about that. There were economic conditions and control conditions. And I don't think they yes. mean condition of the economy. I think they mean money that's referred to in the term sheet. That would be exactly correct, of course. Uh, the economic conditions have to do with, we're going to give you this amount of money. We're going to give it to you at this time. In other words, there may be tranches in which you must um, accomplish certain goals to receive the next amount of money. You know, we're going to give you 10 million bucks. This is a deal for 10 million bucks, but we're giving you two of it today. When you reach this size uh, consumer base and that amount of revenue and something else, you know, then you will get the next uh, 5 million and then we will give you another 2 point whatever or 3 you know and so on they'll tell you how they're going to give it to you and they'll tell you what you must accomplish in order to get to the next stage so that's a tiered or um, tranched uh, investment okay so those are the economic terms and then there's um, the kind of the four uh, pieces of the entire agreement that we should talk about as well there are the offering terms the subscription agreement, the shareholders deed, deed, excuse me, and then there are other matters into which a lot of stuff can go. Before you go there, uh, can you outline briefly what control conditions uh, matter uh, comprise? Because that that to me was okay. Are they going to walk in and take over my company for that ten million dollars? Right. And that's part of the shareholder's deed. It's concerned with the control aspect of the business. It ensures that both parties are fully aware of the expectations and the possible changes to the company's board of director, the strategic direction of the company, and then future decisions. So it isn't just about getting somebody on the board of directors. Your term sheet may actually uh, indicate where you're headed. For example, if you have been providing services and you have developed some kind of a product and this company is investing in you for services, you got to drop the product is what they're really telling you. You know, they're going to say you're going to go and build the services thing. It's not that you can't use that yourself, but you're not going to become a product company. More likely, it's going to be the other way around. You know, you've developed something with some IP and they're saying, okay, product, you guys are going to close the services down and you're going to go after this product. We're giving you the money to do that, right? That's exactly what control of where the direction might be, right? So a strategic direction, it might be telling you going after B2B or B2C, or it might say you are or you are not uh, broaching international markets. doesn't mean you'll never broach an international market. It just means that that's kind of what they're saying now. They're saying, are we in agreement about what you're going to do with this money? Okay. So, so what? Yeah, and we. Uh, I think that you said before that there are a lot more details about this that we'll go into in the uh, in the shareholders deed. You know that spell these out. But let's go back to the right. the four things: the, the offering yep. terms, subscription agreement, shareholders deed, and then 
other matters, which sounds so legal to me. Right. Other matters. It just means miscellaneous. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. We got about a minute mm-hmm. um, before we have to okay. take a break. So why don't we start with the offering terms? Because that should be fairly straightforward. Okay. Right? So um, again, I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I'm madly uh, running through this document, I have to tell you, so that you can <laughs> kind of learn from these uh, folks who have done such a good job of laying this stuff out. So it says really that the offering terms lay out the basic framework for this prospective deal, right? And includes some of the most important elements of any term sheet. It'll be the closing date. When are you actually going to, uh, you know, get this thing done, if you will, right? So you know what's next, and these are legally binding steps. All right, the next thing is the investment amount. How much money are you going to get, and how much equity are you giving them in exchange for it? That's obviously crucial. And then the third piece is pay uh, the price per new share. So again, this is not something that's kind of negotiable, if you will. I mean, you know what your evaluation is that they're going to invest in. Once they've added their money, your money is, say, you, you get a $10 million valuation and they're adding $3 million. Your future valuation will be $13 million. You can figure that out. We're going to take a break here, I think. And when we come back, we can keep going on the components of term sheets and what they mean to you. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Founders Circle. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking today about term sheets and understanding these often intimidating documents that really are essentials to your startup. So, Jillian, we we just got started before the break 
on um, the the uh, basic uh, uh, elements of the offering yes. terms, and you <clears throat> talked about uh, the obvious, the money. You know, the, right. the, the there's closing a closing date, date the investment yes. amount. Right, these are things obviously you must look at. Right, things do happen along the way, and they may not be trying to screw you, but you want to make sure that you've eyeballed this and you tell your attorney, yes, this is the correct number. Your attorney doesn't know. Your attorney doesn't know if it should be 18 million or 8 million or 1.8 million, right? If there are dots where they don't belong, it's up to you to take a look at it. So I'm just saying, read this damn thing carefully. All right. So investment amounts, closing dates, the price for the new share, right? And this is just a calculation. But again, you want to make sure it's correct. If you started at 10 million, you go to 13 million. They have X number of shares. Uh, you have a total number of the other kinds of shares. Did you dilute your shares? Did you have 10 million shares before, but now you have 13? Or did you give them the same 10 million shares? You just gave them a piece of it. You need to know the price per share. Make sure that the math is correct right here. Don't leave it to somebody who is a clerk in the attorney's office of the guys who are giving you the money. All right. Now that you have a sense of who might be doing that math. Pre-money and post-money valuations. Again, if you get those numbers right, the other stuff should calculate properly. Again, it's not a time to leave it to chance. Run the numbers yourself. I'm amazed at how often there are little minutiae of errors and it just makes a, a pain in the neck later, right? Capitalization. So this clause re requires that there's a fully prepared cap table. We've talked about cap tables a lot before, um, but this one is a kind of a conflated cap table. So it isn't a registry where every single time an individual investor might have added money to the uh, uh, startup. And this happens very frequently with early stage startups. You put in some money and the same angel will come back and put in little bits and tranches. This is the conflated one that says, this is what the series A stockholders own, not every single individual and every time they put it in. This is what the options look like. This is our, um, what you call it, the common stock. This is the preferred stock and so on and so forth. This is the succinct demonstration of the capital structure of the business before and after the investment. And again, Go over that with a fine-tooth comb. Go to sleep. Do it again. Go back a week later and do it again. Do it one more time before you sign the final document. That's all I can say. So many times these things are imperfect. Now, there are companies that are coming online who can manage your cap table. We can do an entire show about that sort of thing later that um, help to kind of mitigate these things. Uh, they have, you know, I don't know, proprietary algorithms that just manage this stuff for you. They have good databases, and the stuff just doesn't get messy. I highly recommend it. Even sending it back and forth to your attorney isn't great. It also, back to the term sheet, will list out the founders for legal and business terms uh, purposes. It's essential that both parties know who's in charge and that, that the uh, founders are seriously defined here, right? So founder vesting, for example, will ask that the founder shares down for a period of time so they don't leave the company soon after investment. Okay, sometimes it's for quite a long time. For example, your term sheet might say in this particular phrase, right now we're getting really into the nitty gritty, that the founders will have their stock, say it's, I don't know, 50, 60%, right? It's a lot of the stock. And the founders may not sell their stock for a, min a maximum, excuse me, no, minimum of 100 days after an IPO. Right? That means you go public on the stock exchange and woohoo, you may not sell your stock. 
Right, because that could that could uh, uh, devalue the company rather quickly. Correct, it could crash the stock immediately. Yeah. Right. So, for example, when Facebook went public, there was a lot of selling off, right? And so it went very high, very low, and then it settled out, and then it was its real value, if you will. It was a short-term thing, but all these people went into buy as it came, you know, got public. There, went, wait, 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 all of this stuff is going away. It really wasn't worth that much money. The answer is no, 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 no. It's just a matter of a lot of people moving stuff around, you know, pulling capital out. They've worked a lot of years for it, stuff like that. It settles down in about three months, about 90 days. So the 100 days is usually your standard term. If they don't want you to sell your stock for a year after going public, that's another matter. Now, in this case, what the <clears throat> what the document says that we're um, reading from, kind of, the, you know, that we're using as our crib sheet today, says that it's founder vesting so that the founders don't leave after the investment. Sometimes that happens as well, that a founder can sell their stock, but it would be on a private market and so on. And even then, they might want to restrict it. And I had such an issue, for example, at Moss. I took an exit earlier than the company has gone public. It has not yet gone public. So I had a private sale. My stock did not restrict me from doing that with that particular investment, but I also waited, if you will, a suitable amount of time and then moved on from there. You didn't want to have this impression to the general public that, oh my God, everybody's leaving the ship or something. That was not the case. It was simply time to move on. So that's important. Think about how you want to put that together and whether you want to make sure those terms are in it so that your colleagues are also careful about how they move from one place to the other within and moving out of your company when the time comes. Then we talk about share class. Now, investors, especially lead or anchor investors, they can be called either one, will expect some preference, right? It entitles them to, for example, a minimum return. Here in the U.S., um, in today's markets and so on, I would say a 1x preference is okay. Right? It says, hey, I'm putting in 10 mil, I want to get 10 mil out. If you have a 3x preference, they're saying, you know what, before anybody else gets a dime out of this thing, I'm going to get three times everything I put into it and possibly even other preferences like interest rates and who knows what, right? Those could be preferences as well. And I'm going to get that before anybody else gets a dime. I'd say that's pretty rough stuff. It would be an indicator that they don't really think you're going to exit where you think you're going to exit, right? You, you might exit for significantly less money in a sale or something. They get their money out. But if they don't get three times their investment, you won't get a penny. Your employees so won't get a penny. So doesn't that, in fact, make such a uh, proposal on the term sheet? Because it's at some level, a term sheet is a proposal. You negotiate yes. it. But if you see something like a 3x preference, doesn't mm -hmm. that make that investment very, very expensive money? That is correct. Now, you might trade such a thing if you are very bullish on what you can do and where your company is going and the threat assessment is good and you can, you know, I don't know, exceed all of them and so on and so forth, all of that. Assuming that's the case, it doesn't necessarily mean you won't take a 3x. Suppose they're willing to give you a $20 million valuation on your company and you were looking at more like a 10 or $12 million valuation, but they'll do it if you give them a 3x preference. You it's, might want to think about it. You might. It's also a little mm -hmm. bit breathtaking, you know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I have seen it. I've experienced it. And by the way, I've done it. 
And there you go. Right. So I negotiated saying, look, this is what I want per share. And they say, we'd be real comfortable at about two thirds that. And I said, all right, you know, what if you got on the table? They said, we'll take a 3x. And that's exactly the number, by the way, it was a 3x. Mm-hmm. So it can be done. And sometimes it's good. It doesn't always mean you've been insulted. That's all I'm saying. So take a look at all the numbers before you make your decisions around it and negotiate these things even before you receive your term. I th- it sounds to me like it takes a fair amount of force to, uh, you know, a, 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 a not sturdiness of spirit. To, uh, to there you go. Right. Term. You're ter- right. And your term sheet will have an expiration date. So yeah, this is just a, hey, want to play? This is not yeah. a, you got to sign this and you're stuck. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Do we have a couple more moments? We, before we go to the break, you want to talk a little bit about uh, some of those details in the subscription agreement, like, oh, here we go with the yeah, warranties and indemnities. <laughs> now we're yes. deep to legal terms that, re- once again, we remind mm-hmm. our listeners, we are not lawyers. Neither of us are attorneys. All of this, you have to check with your own attorney. Absolutely. So here's the stuff that's on their list. There are warranties in relationship to the capital structure. In other words, you're warranting or you're promising that this is true. All right. So like I said, you read the darn thing, you run those numbers again, you do it again, you go to sleep, you do it again, right? Make sure you are going to swear that whatever you said your capital structure is, it is true. And it isn't just that I'm a C corporation, I'm a C corporation, these are my investors and they have this percentage and this is where we are today. If you've screwed it up, it kind of null makes everything else null and void. You know, this could really screw up your funding. So get it right. Mm. Corporate capacity. Um, I'm not actually sure what a corporate capacity would be. And I think it's probably more of an Aussie term than a US term. But if somebody's interested, shoot us an email, just say Jillian at outlinesventure.com or Anne at outlinesventure.com. I'm going to look it up after this, find out what it means and how it translates to the US market so that, uh, or maybe even the British and the German and the French market and so on, so that people know what that means. Um, Certainly little stuff, title, intellectual property rights. Uh, your tax structure, litigation. Do you have any litigation? Yeah, right. Now, now we're disclosed now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting over into the, okay. the the due diligence. We need to take another break, um, and then we'll come back with a kind of a way to wrap this up and point everybody to this uh, very thorough document that we recommend for uh, a term sheet 101. So this is Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn so you can reach us before and after every program located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. 
Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking today about term sheets and understanding, oh my God, the, the legalese, the legal uh, storm that you go through in those intimidating conditions. So Jillian, we, you know, we, we've got to wrap up in about five minutes. There is a long list of uh, terms in this that yes. kind of so I, I have to say that during that the break during the break I looked up corporate capacity by the way and it is literally like a, um, a human capacity it's an adult's capacity to sign an agreement they want to make sure that your corporation is in if you will a condition in which it is permitted to sign this document. Uh And so all of the legal bits that go into that are something you should consider, of course, with your attorney. But your attorney will say, yes, you have the right to do this. Okay. Um, So some of these other things are things like solvency and employment. You really do need to tell them that, you know, you're not going bust tomorrow. And uh, that even if you're at death's door, their infusion of capital will make all the difference in the world. But you need to tell them what's going on. And in terms of employment, the question is, of course, what obligations do you have and so on. And then finally, this document is going to include things like conditions to closing. This would be obtaining regulatory approvals, uh, satisfaction, uh, satisfactory completion of all these financial and legal due diligence, and that's what comes after. Now, they've done a little bit of it before they give you a term sheet, or they wouldn't bother, right? Term sheets can kind of be expensive things to get into so and, and beginning that negotiation, so they've done some of it. But now they're going to dig in deep, just so you know, right? There will be key executives entering into satisfactory employment agreements. That means that you and your your co-founders may not be able to leave the company, never mind sell bits of your stock. Or maybe you can sell bits of your stock to give yourself some liquidity now, but you must stay with the company. They'll figure those kinds of things out and make some offers in there. Make sure that it works for you. So as we move on, there is a uh, um, the, the document that you will find you're presented with is what's called a shareholder's deed. And as I scan through the many issues on that, they seem to largely have to do with um, how your investor uh will behave towards your company. You know, if they're going to be on the board of directors, uh, um, what the board of directors will have to do to meet to satisfy the investors. There's just a lot of this that um, vesting, buying back of shares. uh, We talked about liquidation Mm -hmm. preferences already, but it seems to me these are the kind of things that your um, 
you really need your lawyer to look through in the document. So let's, before we close up the show, then let's take a short list here of the things that you should be looking for. The things that from your end, again, make sure your numbers are right. Make sure you've been very clear about what assets you have, what obligations you have, what you have uh, promised your employees. Do you have uh, annual agreements for their employment and so on? These are all obligations of your company. Make sure it's all in order. That's what you're giving out. Make sure that you look at very carefully at your cap table and so on. I cannot say it often enough. Then finally, on the other side, you want to see things like the shareholders deed, um, the matters that will require a shareholder supermajority for approval, right? In other words, every single shareholder in the company of which you probably own the lion's share, which means you will have control over it. Those are the kinds of things you want to look at. If you're going to be able to control it, you want to say that there must be a mandate of, say, I don't know, 75% of the shareholders or more or something to perform such tasks as liquidating. You don't necessarily want to give away the rights to an investor to liquidate your company. Make sure that you have control over that, right? Mergers and acquisitions, same kind of thing. To amend, alter, or repeal any element of the shareholder deal, right? Remember, it's it's okay to have control over one and two if you don't have the rights to uh, or the uh, ability to hold back a change on this, then they could change that. Okay, so kind of covering your ass here, right? You get the yeah. idea? To increase or decrease the size of the board. You want to not necessarily put six of their members on and only two of yours should this become adversarial. Hopefully, you've done some due diligence yourself and you will have chosen a financial investment partner who is willing to work with you on this term sheet to make it mutually advantageous, who thinks that you can take this company to the finish line, or both of you agree you don't want to take this to the finish line, and you will have some say in who gets to do that instead to replace you, perhaps a CEO. But these are the kinds of things you're going to find inside this document, not always saying, as soon as we sign this, we're firing the CEO. It won't say that. Make sure you've read it carefully and that you go through it with your attorney to understand all the bits and pieces around things like hiring, firing, changing compensation for senior executives, creating indebtedness to other parties. Can they take out loans on your behalf? Can you do that? What is it going to take? They would like to be protected, and so would you. And I will repeat the advice given to me nearly 20 years by Noel McMichael at Market Leap. Don't go cheap on attorneys and accountants. That's correct. Don't go cheap, especially now. Going expensive does not mean you will understand your attorney or that they even have the time of day for you. So the largest attorneys are not necessarily the best ones. Find yourself an attorney who does this on a regular basis, whom you can understand, who is happy to translate into plain English and can walk through with you the issues that will affect you and your company in the future. Be careful to be honest going in and on the flip side, coming back out, make sure you understand every facet of your agreement so that when you're finished, you're a happy camper and your company succeeds. Yep. So that's it for this Monday at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at Cranberry Radio for their support. You can download these shows at cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO dash coach iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You'll find links and more on our Facebook page page facebook.com 
forward slash CEO Coach Podcast. Stop by and hit the like button so we know you were there and tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music, and you can find out more about how we help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at OutlinesVenture.com. Till next week. Till next weekend. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.